Y'all listening to that 20 by 20 podcast, the best of wrestling, the best of hip-hop. Check it out. Boom. This is the 20 by 20 podcast. Shout out to the nation of domination. Yeah. In these potty streets, but we doing our thing. Tell Coco beware, bringing them birds to the ring. Attitude error, WWF on the leather. It's that 2020 podcast. I go wherever your shorty with a frog splash. She look like Sunny, but she Puerto Rican. I came through like the repo man creeping. Welcome, welcome once again, once again. Yes, it is the 20 by 20 podcast. We are your host, Nathan McFly, with LP Dangerously, aka LP the God. What is good? Shout out to Woodrow, shout out to Bing, shout yes, out to yes. shout out to the whole crew. What's the catchphrase? Oh, shout out to the nation. Shout out to the nation. <laughs> the nation domination. of domination. Shout out to Los Boricuas and all that. What's going on, my brother? What's good? Good, bro. Good, man. Excited for this week's episode, man. It's been a lot. Of yes, yes. On. We're coming of off uh, a crazy week, a very packed week of wrestling. And it really just didn't stop, if you think about it. NXT now on Tuesdays. And, you know, SmackDown still on Friday. Then you got AEW Wednesday, Monday Night Raw Monday. Uh, it was just a lot. It's a lot of take in the last uh, week and a half or so. And, you know, we haven't been here in about a good two weeks. So LP's here joining me yeah, once yeah, again. Man. Bing is not here at the moment. He will be back here next week. See, Dios quiere. <laughs> but, um, yeah, man, Word. you know, you already know what it is. And, you know, not even only in in uh, in wrestling, but also within music, too. There's a lot of good music out right now. A lot, a lot of new shit. Man, yeah, man, a lot of new shit dropped. La Machina tape came out. That nigga's always, he's always. It's a lot. You know what's crazy, bro? Every time I hear Benny and I hear Conway, it just takes me back to when they freestyle for Flex and Flex showed like no type of emotion when they were freestyle. When they were going in and he he just yeah. it off like nothing. He was like on his phone. It was mad weird, bro. It was such yo, a weird vibe. That ass. It was such a weird vibe. Even West Side, even West Side was like, yo, like what was that? Like what the fuck was all of that, bro? But, it's wild, it, man. man. Who else had a Hitler's had her Hitler's had her, uh weird herms. <laughs> fucking album cover in the middle of Times Square. Not, not flex. flex. <laughs> not flex. But it's just, it's wild, man. It's just wild, like, how, you know, some people, like, preach all that, yo, we gotta stick together type shit, and we gotta big each other up, but it's like, you know, I, yo, you, you know, they from Buffalo, but it doesn't matter. It's still a New York thing, you know what I'm saying? Regardless of the situation, it's a New York okay, thing, and bro. it's like, you got some dope-ass motherfuckers from, from New York, coming in freestyling murder and shit and it's just like there's no energy i think coming with music i can relate you know, to, bro. and it's funny because like you know when i hear them i'm like damn bro like you, you could you could envision what they're talking about and if you know that type of life like you feel it you know what i'm trying to say 
Like you feel that shit, you're like, damn, yeah, I remember that. Oh hell yeah, I remember them days. You know what I'm saying? And it's like when Flex has other people up there, and don't get me wrong, a lot of people's been up there, and a lot of people's killed it. You know what I'm saying? But um Easy. we we've been through what? Like already almost three generations. <laughs> you feel what I'm saying? So it's like it's crazy, bro. It's like, damn, bro. And every time somebody kills it, he shows mad energy, wild love, and goes crazy, you know. A whole bunch of shit. But then they got up there and it was just like, yeah. It's like I wish I wish there was Yeah, and I wish there was like reaction videos of them freestyling. That then I could feel the energy. You know what I'm saying? That's the shit. And that, and I feel like that shit is just crazy to me. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I understand completely. Yeah, yeah. Bob was my mind too, bro. Because I seen him react to his worst, yeah. worst bars. Like, he was going off. Like, mm-hmm. ah! Ah! like come on. Ugly. <laughs> no need for the sound effects. Yeah. Like, you don't hear it, though. Like, what's up, though? <laughs> oh, man. Well, we got that. We have uh, Pfizer talking about third shot now. <laughs> Get it weekly. Soon enough, it's gonna be. It's gonna it be weekly. the weekly, the weekly dose. Oh my god! The weekly shots. <laughs> Brought to you by crazy, Walgreens. Johnson Johnson is getting cut off. They're like, yo, my man, you ain't. Ain't nobody buying any Johnson. They're Johnson like, that's nothing. it. You ain't cutting it. You can't make baby powder. You can't do this. Fuck is you doing? <laughs> Word. Word. You can't. We can't trust you with the powder. Not the oil. Not the shampoo, Nothing. the no tiered fucking shampoos. That's a lie. Everybody <laughs> crying still. Word, bro. Jesus lie. Lord. Oh man. What we're we gonna do, man? What we're we gonna do? But um Word. It's, it's what they it's, it's what they serve up, bro. Yeah. It's what they serve up. It's, it's on us if we want to accept That's it. Very That's, That's very true. That's very true, man. But uh let's get back into this. Have you got no, it? I haven't. No vaccine. No, yeah, no vaccine no. here. Just are you? Are you? This might be a personal <laughs> question, but are you thinking? Am of? I thinking of it? Yeah. No, I not? mean, it, I don't know. It goes through. It goes well, through that, my head. I'm. I'm. That, I'm there too. I'm I like, don't know. I, uh, I want to travel. <laughs> There's so many things I want to do. Like I could, I could live carefree with yeah. or without it. It's <laughs> like that's how I am. I'm like, you know. what? I'm gonna still do what I want to do if I don't it's get just, it. But if I do get it, and it's just that you know, yeah, it's, yeah like, and it's just think. like it's like all right, you know, if you don't get it and you travel, you gotta go over there with a test in hand, and then you gotta come back with a test from over there. So it's like you gotta go through all yep. of, all of that. Like you're basically one of the days on your trip is basically spent getting that test to make sure that you could get back home. Yeah. So it's yeah, like, do you want to go? And you could avoid that if you get vaccinated. Exactly. But then, you know, you start hearing stuff like, um, you, I think you might need a third shot. Or, oh, uh, you know what? They weren't cutting it. So if you did get it, uh, you might be okay. You might be okay. <laughs> or, or you hear that. You know, the director of I Am Legend is a time traveler, and he filmed it in 2021. Oh, my God. And it was really a documentary, and we witnessed everything, and happened to be Will Smith <laughs> as the survivor? <laughs> Yo, where that nigga at right now, bro? 
Where, where you yeah, at? Right? I think I think I need to just chill with Will for a minute. Ah, we'll be no chill. Chill, because you end up on the topic of the red team. Oh, talk. damn. God Yo, listen, forbid. bro. God forbid. Uh, no entanglements here, my friend. <laughs> but, but, um... Let's get into this right now. Uh, last week was WrestleMania week. You already know what that entails. Um, all the indie shows go to wherever WrestleMania is going to be. They all have their shows. There's massive amount of people everywhere. Uh, but let's get, before we get into, you know, the aspect and the outside look of WrestleMania, let's, get, let's dive into what it was at Raymond James Stadium. So we had, about 25, 30,000 people in an 80,000 80, seat arena. It looked more. It might have looked more just because, you know, yeah, it gave us that stadium feel again, that good that good feel, the pyro, the, the theatrics of WrestleMania. It was great to see. Like, opening up WrestleMania. The life. Yes, the life yes. Feel with yes, there, man. Bro. It's like. It's just, it's. Yo, everything was a reaction. We all saw it from the crowd again. Exactly. You know, it felt like we were, we were exactly, there. Exactly, man. <laughs> everything before. In the, in nah, the, I know, you know exactly what I mean. Because we went to shows, so we could relate with the crowd. Like, oh, I wonder how that must have been with like seeing them in, in person yep. or some shit like that. You know, like, yeah. No, I definitely. I missed the crowd, man. That I loved beautiful. it. I loved to that see it. And, you know, the opening of WrestleMania where Vince came out, addressed the crowd. He had, you know, the locker room behind him. And it just, it was like a feel-good moment. You know what I'm saying? And Vince always knows when to come out, like, to, to address the crowd. Like, he yes, he did it He did it during the beginning of the pandemic when there was nobody there in the arena. And he was just talking to the camera. So did Triple H, you know. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? So it was just... It was just a really good feel. And you, you know what's crazy? That, you know what's crazy? I'll no, 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 interrupt go. you, bro. But crazy, the crazy thing that with Vince McMahon, when he talks to the crowd, when he talks to the fans, to the audience, to the WWE universe, right? I noticed this. He could do it in a live audience. And, you know, you feel like he's addressing yeah. you. But he could also look at the camera. And make it feel like he's still addressing you. You feel me? Like if you're in the live audience. Oh, forget it. Like it's a, he, he has such a <laughs> He's a showman. He's so crazy, bro. Like, and it's just, yo, he really is. He just knows how to control your, like, the he knows how to grasp attention from a crowd. You know, like. It's, it's crazy because, like, I think, um, what's, his, what's his name? Uh, Cornette said it best. He said that. Music Man is like uh, a hybrid of if like Barnum and Bailey had a baby with Lex Luthor. I think that's what he says. So so crazy shit like that. And I'm like, yo, the money, the showmanship, like this this fucking guy is the man, bro. You know, but of course, of course, of course, we got to dial that back sometimes, you know, and we'll get into that part later. But uh, great, great opening to WrestleMania. I mean, Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre. I was very scared, to be honest, that Bobby Lashley wasn't going to retain. I, like, it was a thought in me. I'm like, okay, 
I feel that Bobby Lashley is just a transitional champion to get the belt back to McIntyre in 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 a space where he could have his WrestleMania moment that he didn't have the year before. But something must have there must yes, that's what I yeah, was and there must have been a light that went off, and somebody sat within creative was like, "Nah, we need Bobby Lashley to run with this." And to be honest, it's looking okay. It's looking okay, even after even after he beat Drew McIntyre, and you know, in the beginning of Raw and everything, it's still looking good on him. It sucks that the hurt business is not there, but as we know now, the hurt business was just basically a stage to get Bobby Lashley over. And with MVP by his side. I mean, anything could happen. We could see Lashley with this title going into SummerSlam. What do you think? Yeah, no, nah, definitely. Uh, yo, I honestly had the same worries, bro. Like, a couple of nights before, they, you know, actually the night before, they split up uh, the Hurt Business. Like, it went from four to duo again. And I was seeing the a recreation of it. We're seeing something. Yeah, there's the something There's right something now. brewing. There's something brewing. Again. You know, with uh, with T Bar and Mace, yeah. how the, how they uh, attacked Drew McIntyre yes. on, on Raw, but uh, oh, they like the new age. Hey, yo, listen, man, but they need to take off that fucking mask already. Both of them, take off the motherfucking yeah. mask. Just yeah. be like, yo, it was just something we thought it was gonna work, and then it, like, yo, just talk shit about what happened the last six months under that mask, you know. Seriously, or not even bring it don't up. Even, don't have to just bring it start up. wearing suits and roll with MVP. Have MVP pick yep. them up from the yep. barbershop. Like, all right, yo, y'all niggas gonna get clean right now. So let's go. <laughs> you yeah, know, and then go real. then go to one of those real. high boutique but, shops in Florida, get them some suits. Suits, some nice uh nice little exactly. swag and shit. Yeah, yeah, get get uh uh, uh, die jack, couple of nice little thin chains, <laughs> a couple of, like thin chains, like, uh, are, are, uh, like Albania mobster. That's and, exactly nothing too crazy, nothing brolic, just mad, just you know, mad thin chains. But he, each one's a body, <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. I, I'm definitely, I'm definitely with that, definitely with that. Nah, but yo, I, I honestly appreciated the fact that it was Drew McIntyre and Bobby Lashley as the openers, and they killed it, man. Like, they killed it. We got the finish that yes. we wanted. You know, it was... They put on a hell of a show, and I still feel like they got their WrestleMania moment. Like, Drew McIntyre could say, honestly, he was the first to have the WrestleMania moment during a pandemic when the world yeah. was shut down. Like, he was still entertaining the world, and, you know, it was through the digital. He's like the first digital WrestleMania, you know. Bobby Lashley right now, he's at he's at the moment. He's a great champion. And we could have a, a victorious Drew McIntyre moment next year or the year after that. That's how money he is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Drew, Drew's going to stay up there. He's so, going to stay up there, you know, in the main card. You know, he's going he's gonna to swim around it for a little bit, you know. Have them chase it. Have them reclaim. Yeah. You know, a couple of wins here and there. You know, you could build. You could always build them back up, and have them face maybe Lashley or somebody else later on in the year. You know. Okay. Um. Yeah, man. And they could do anything with Drew right now. Drew's over. Drew has that that it factor right now. They they whenever whenever needed, he could just strap the yeah, exactly. Versatile, he could just strap the title on him. Maybe they're. But maybe they're uh, they're saving him for Roman. 
You know what I'm saying? Maybe he finally gets that uh that win back from Roman from Survivor Series. You know, uh, I feel like that that right there is Maybe not over fun. with. Maybe we finally get a hair versus hair match. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, somebody's gotta change that. Look, yo, dude, man. there's so, there's too if, many people that have. Yo, the same if look. you cut Drew McIntyre's hair off and he goes bald, he's gonna look like that dude uh, from fucking Dragon Ball Z, the bald green dude. <laughs> Crin- oh, that, Piccolo. That's who you'll look yeah. like. You'll look like Piccolo, bro. <laughs> Oh shit. But uh That's another another thing I want to talk about about night one, man. I mean night one had a lot, a lot of good uh a lot of good things happening, but one thing that was just magical, and I'm gonna just have to get into it now, which was the main event. Uh Sasha versus yes. Bianca. And you know, the the story, the story wasn't as good as what we saw in the ring. Which is which is perfectly fine because both of these both of these athletes both of these superstars are so fucking talented and did their absolute best in that ring, and you could tell you you already knew the significance of the moment just by them standing there. Yeah. They didn't even start the match right away. They were soaking it all in. You know, tears were coming down. They, those, those are emotions you can't hide because you know the impact that this is going to have on future generations. You know the significance of this moment. doesn't even fucking matter who wins or loses right now. We're about to tear this shit down yes, sir. That's true. and build new stars from this, from this very match. Who knows? Who knows, like, you know, which little girl, man, was watching this, especially, especially for, you know, minorities, especially for black and brown people. You know what I'm saying? Like, Imagine that little girl watching this match and thinking to herself, like, holy shit, that could be me. I could fucking main event WrestleMania. Yo, and not for nothing, that match, that main event right there, having the crowd view it in person, like, that magnifies it even more because everybody... Everybody could feel that emotion, you know. Imagine if it was a sold out, like full to capacity crowd. That would have been insane. But the fact that we had that intimate crowd for WWE standards, because it was small compared to what they usually yeah. go out for, because of uh, you know, COVID of limitations course. and shit. But it was still so effective. Like it made such a big impact. There's so many little girls in the audience watching it with their parents. That it generates to them man like you need that you need that no definitely bro that De- definitely you need it man it's just and, well, go go what were you saying and not for nothing this is not uh i was i don't mean to interrupt you but before we even move on from this subject another key reason why the fan reaction is so necessary in wrestling is that moment with uh Belair's hair whipping sasha oh. banks Close to the finish. Dude, that was painful. Yo, they caught the crowd perfectly. Everybody looked away like, oh, like, oh, we all heard <laughs> that. We all felt that. We can't, like, and she doesn't even, she didn't have to do that continuously. That was just yep. one moment. That one And a perfect timing. And the shit, yep. and the shit sounded yep. like her, her music when she, when she hits. Cause that's the first thing you hear when she's going to come out. Yeah, for real. Yo, she just. 
And you saw it. It yeah, left, it it left Sasha a nice mark right there. Oh, yeah, definitely caught her, man. I, I was uh, <laughs> I was wondering if it actually split some skin. I'm, I'm, I don't think it did. I think it just <laughs> and well. You know, her. a lot of people already, you know, putting this match up there as one of the best women's, uh, not only title matches, but just women's matches in general. And Dope. I start Dope. thinking, like, all right, thinking back. And I go to three matches, this being one of them, of, like, best women matches in my eyes. And it, and I notice that all three had Sasha Banks in it. We have her versus Bianca, her versus Bailey at mm -hmm. NXT TakeOver, mm -hmm. and her versus Charlotte in the first Hell in a Cell women's match. Those three matches, I, I mean, I can't even count. I can't even put which one's first, second, or third. But all I know now, for sure, and if anybody doesn't know it now, they're going to know it very, very fucking soon. Because if okay. you don't know this, you're fucking, I don't know what the fuck's wrong with you. Sasha's going to go down as the fucking GOAT when it's all said and done. Oh, yeah. Hey, she's already the GOAT. She's already the Mike Jordan of female wrestling, bro. She, her main events have been nonstop since NXT till now. Yo, she's now. always, always you know, hitting like, it out the park, bro. Always, man. A lot of people assume Charlotte is where the women's found, uh, women's movement is on, like it's laying yeah. its back on, but it's really Sasha. Sasha's been Definitely. carrying it. I'm, they, so, I mean, I'm, I can't take anything, she, anything away from she, Charlotte though. You know what I'm saying? Like Charlotte, when, when she gets not, in the not, ring, yeah, she's, a, she's another beast. Exactly. She's a, she's a horse. Like she's an animal. <laughs> like, bro, at, at yep. her height, and she does a sick moonsault the way she does or corkscrew the way she does yeah phenomenal man she's another yeah goat. definitely but her and they're like right sasha, there neck and neck like i don't know sasha got the upper hand on that i'll say they're yeah neck they're and neck, neck. And neck but i think sasha has yeah, more moments definitely. Definitely. definitely but yo man yo shout out to those two ladies man i mean wow just just wow <laughs> just big time shout out big time shout out to that yo, whole roster bro that whole roster is like Mandy Rose had a moment. <laughs> Quick little, you know, slip. Little, her and Titus have moments Man, that, you know, we all... Could, well, Mandy you know. Mandy fell, then Rose. <laughs> yeah. Mandy you know, Rose. <laughs> but, um... And then it brings me to this, though. Like, I know that WWE has the most talented women's roster when you just take it all in. SmackDown, Raw, NXT, NXT especially. Oh my God, NXT is fucking phenomenal. Um, but yeah. the tag team turmoil match for uh, to see who's gonna win to go to night two in order to face Nia and Shayna for the tag titles. I'll, I'll be honest, it it looked like a shit show, you know. And I hate, I hate to, I hate to say shit like that. You know what I'm saying? Because I'm not the one in there. You know, not I'm not the one in the ring. I'm not the one, you know, performing and shit. But it just it didn't feel right. You know what I'm saying? And you, what, what happened? You know, but I mean, Leo, I know where you're going with that. But it's like I felt like we had. Let's not forget we had a rain delay yes. that occurred. Yes. You know, so we ain't got the we ain't got the WrestleMania start on time that we were hoping for. 
It was like it started like twenty minutes yep. after. But like, you know, the reason why Mandy Rose fell is because you know the ramp was still slippery. A lot of things were going on. Yeah. That made it look messy for the turmoil match. But think about it. It's a turmoil match. It's supposed to be chaotic. It's supposed <laughs> to be messy. You know? So, you know, we're not expecting to see some magic go on in this yeah. mayhem. But we're getting a moment, you know, for everybody to shine. And, you know, like, it's a filler. It's like a filler match. You know? it's Even though it's... It had more meaning for the next day. It was still necessary for everybody to have that. No, no, definitely. I mean, they have From to. The fans. They have to build it. They yeah, have to was, build that that yeah, tag division. I understand. It was just it was such just a mess. A, exactly. It was just a mess. Um, but yo, shout yeah. out to Tamina. She got her, you know, WrestleMania moment as you as you would say, you know, doing the as yeah, usual. doing the Superfly yeah. splash, you know, reminiscent of a pops. And it's funny that they didn't even use his name or commentary, nothing. You know, they're, they're very uh, strict when it comes to that. Yeah, we know why. We <laughs> know why. reason why they won't say but, Benoit, but you know, yeah. you know what it is. Uh, These are names. Yeah, his names. His names. We, we understand the legacy, but. Yeah, yeah. so you already know, man. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Oh, uh, but yeah, man, shout out. Yeah, like, I don't even know how to yeah, get yeah, into you that. you can't, because it's like. <laughs> It's like, all right, you understand why they don't use the names because it's just such a dark history and it's such a, like, it, and it's it's a bloody past. It has, you know, and it has to do with death. It has to do yeah. with murder. Not, not even death, murder, bro. You know what I'm saying? And could could have could have been, you know, through due to, to stress and drugs and all that stuff. Yeah, of course. Of course. You know? But... It's like, yeah. you know, it's a publicly traded company. If if like uh one of the one of the associates of a publicly traded company did a mass murder, you know, you're not gonna really shout them out too much, are you? <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. it's sad it's sad yeah. to say it like that too. I feel like I'm a fucking idiot for saying it like that, but it's just it's wild. I, I'm saying it's just it's it's a yeah it's a tough situation. It's yes, a tough man, story. Definitely, definitely. You know? But shout out to Tamina. Shout out yes. to everybody. Shout out to all the females. females. They definitely the, got time. The females definitely got time on night one. Yes. Um. Another. No. Yeah. Yeah. Out. They had they had a couple of they had a couple of uh. Even, couple even of highlights. Billy Kay. Billy Kay showed out. Oh her last. man, Billy Kay. She's gonna you be know, missed. Like it was, and I'm watching. Yo. She is going to be missed because in the turmoil, she was tag teaming with uh, Car yeah, Carmella. Carmella. And they came down together, kind of dressed in almost a similar gear, like a little little uh, train behind them that they had yep. attached and shit. But she kept like trying to mimic what Carmella was doing. And it was, just, you know, she, she did her, so she did her, her best, her mannerisms, her best Miss Dow. Oh. <laughs> yes, yes. <laughs> She did her best Miz now, bro. But uh, uh, another thing that we've seen from night one, AJ Styles becoming a tag team champion with his uh, authoritarian figure there, uh, almost. Yo, listen, bro. They are building this guy to be unstoppable. And it's looking like that because, no, you know, AJ took the brunt of the punishment. I mean, AJ was there selling for the New Day. And... 
this goes back to like how good AJ is, bro, and how much he understands the business. You know what I'm saying? Like he knows, all right, yes, I sir. can't go in there and actually go toe to toe, two on one with the New Day because the New Day is this, you know, decorated team. They know how to fight and all this other stuff. You know, they know, you know, they know how to keep the belts and all that good stuff. So he goes in there and sells. Yeah. The whole time, gets his ass exactly. beat and everything. And then when that hot tag came in, wow, did all people there sold that that one instant of almost getting tagged in and New Day not knowing what to do because they never faced a guy that big before. And what they do, they return Yo, the favors, was... bro, and they started selling for the big man. Yep. I, it, it looked realistic, yep. man. Like, that dude's a tower. He's a tower. Like, I'm, I'm telling my girl, I was like, all right, so AJ Styles is billed at 5'11". I was like, and he's so tiny compared to this man. <laughs> like, that's a giant. Yo, that's us <laughs> standing next to him, bro. He's a Nephilim. <laughs> Yo, for real, I'm like, he's a, he's a Nephilim. He's a giant, <laughs> he a bro. Nephilim? Like, if I was to see him in person, I'd be like, oh, my God. Like, <laughs> like how are you existing Yo, here? Yo, this nigga else, he said a Nephilim. Yo, if... <laughs> Yo, but think about it, like, if the New Day was to even have any moment of an uh, upper hand on him, it wouldn't, it wouldn't, yeah, it wouldn't it we would have saw through the veil. Yeah, like, the way they stole for him was dope, bro. You were right, man. AJ Styles, super yeah. veteran, super GOAT. Yo, he's got a spot in the Hall of Fame. He's already got the wing. Like, it's insane, bro. Like, that match was real dope. I wasn't expecting that match to be dope. Yeah, that match I mean. Fucking, and he didn't even have bro. to do much. That's why I like they they minimize him because they know that he's still he's still a little green, and you could tell by, by the way he was doing yes. the backbreakers. I was like, damn, I think he might hurt these niggas. <laughs> I was like, yo, that didn't look clean whatsoever. Just yeah, by accident. But like by accident. I, I mean, he's yeah. with AJ. You know, AJ's working with him, and he's just gonna get better and better as a big man. But oh man, yo, if they could have them go on not not even a long title reign, you know, just a couple of months. Until the next big event, you know, it's always SummerSlam mm -hmm. or even uh, yeah. like before SummerSlam, Money in the Bank or some shit like that, maybe, you know, like, but it has to be done correctly. Like, if they lose, either AJ loses the, either, either AJ loses it for them because, you know, he's the little guy in the group or yep. somehow they, they get to Omus and they know how to get okay. to him. But for now, they got to make him look unstoppable yeah. and they're doing a great job of that right now oh definitely you're right man like it's we will see either you know they handcuff almost somewhere and they put the beating to yep. aj but like honestly aj is gonna be the one that takes the fall for them losing the title race no matter yeah yeah but so, something that you can't, can't hurt him, him you can't have almost take the something that won't let him hurt too much you know exactly. yeah it won't it won't hurt him because i know they're gonna do it to the point like something yeah, like you just, just said right now like how they they'll handcuff almost somewhere or they'll chain them they're gonna have to chain them bro they can't handcuff him because he'll just he'll just break that shit lock yeah man lock him in the in the in the locker room put a barricade and then you see him tear through everything and like he's just a split second too late to help his tag team partner yeah. keeping the title. You know, yeah, dramatic shit. That's what we need back in the audience. Like the dramatics. 
storytelling. Vince knows how to do it. Yeah, Vince knows how yes, to do it with us. Definitely, <laughs> definitely, man. Uh, another thing we got from night one. I mean, night one was packed, bro. Cesaro got his first packed. singles win out of WrestleMania against Seth Rollins. This is this right here was another match that was a fucking fire match. I mean, when you have two guys like Cesaro and Seth Rollins in a match at a biggest stage in in wrestling, at that, I mean, yeah, yo, man, I love the fact that they got to showcase Cesaro and let him get, you know, let him get those those uh those hits in, you know, his number one hits. You know, he did the spin, he he did the yep. the, the uppercut, the, yo. That Euro uppercut, uppercut and he hits it from anywhere. Anywhere. Seth Rollins went for the stop. He got him up. Boom! Hit him with the hit him with the European uppercut. That that right there. That um. That what you uh what you call it uh. That that like rebuttal to the fucking to the stomp. Yeah, that counter that counter to the stomp was. Like it's up there with Randy Orton turning it into the RKO. I mean, I'm, I'm gonna give the RKO a little more because he ended the match with it. But and it was the height exactly he gave. But that European up was, it was sick. sick bro. It was it sick. Was sick <laughs> but uh, what do you? think? <laughs> I, I, it, it took me out of my oh, hell yeah. out of my seat. Like I was like, hell oh yeah. shit! I like. I thought he caught. I thought he broke his jaw. That's how yeah, quick he, it was. He caught him good. Like, he caught him good. He caught him good. <laughs> but yes. like you know, Cesaro now having that big, big win on a big stage against Seth Rollins. Where do you see it going from here, bro? For Cesaro, he's where he's gonna be at, no matter what. Like honestly, he may go for IC title run. He's more. He's the worker. He's a goat. He's honestly one of the best wrestlers they have. One of the best wrestlers in the business. He has sick matches all the time, but they're never going to push him higher than what he is, which pisses me off because he deserves more. You know how much of a showman Cesaro is? I don't know if you peeped that Carney act he did of putting the person. He put Seth Rollins on his shoulder. Oh, the UFO. Yep. Yeah, yeah, and he had his hands on his fucking waist. Reminded me of the fucking eighteen hundreds carnies <laughs> act that you see in their posters. There'll be a person on it, and they have their hand on their waist, and he's they a, have the singlet. He's a showman, like, bro. Cesar was the he's man, bro. He is. He was like, yo, I could do this with my eyes closed, and he spun. He's yo, the way they spun was retar- Like Angie thought, my girl, my wife, Angie thought. So, so I mean, uh, uh, Seth Rollins broke his neck by the distance that he flew. <laughs> like I was, I was, like I was like, "Yo, babe, that's they probably done that and rehearsed it like twice before WrestleMania." It was like, Parker, you know, "We're gonna do it. We're doing it now. We're doing it now." Yeah, hell yeah, bro. Green light. But uh, yeah, it was a good move. I, yeah, damn, I asked you that question, and then I just got an alert that uh, he actually confronted Roman right now. Uh, you know. It's, Friday when we're recording this, and he just confronted Roman. So, I mean, if that's where they're going, I'm here for that, because I feel that Roman really doesn't have any competition right now. 
You know, he still hasn't gotten a yeah, match him. uh probably with him, Nakamura. Uh yeah. I mean I can't I can't see anybody else that's really on that level. And those are the only two that come to mind at the moment that could go after Roman. And if this leads to a segment with Roman where it's gonna last for like a good month or two, I think Cesaro's really gonna show the people who he needs to show that he's that dude. And if he can make if he can make yeah. the champ, if he can make the tribal chief a believer, who knows? Who knows how much, you know, how much his pull goes through in, in the company right now. You know what I'm saying? Bro, Cesaro is going to show well. I don't think we've really seen Cesaro versus Roman. Nah, I think once. You know, I think once. On, yeah, uh, like once or couple, twice. Or yeah, as the a singles, singles match, match on, on a Raw. On a Raw, them, I think, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, and we definitely... Exactly, and we definitely seen them in tag team matches yeah. against each other. So to see them have a, a, a meaningful a program one. together is yeah. so dope. Yeah, man, like that's what Cesaro needs, bro. And he's gonna show out. Like, he's gonna show out because that's what he's always done. It, it can't. It's it's all depending on what the writers got for him, and they need to respect him and show that. Yo, look at what they're doing, yeah. Apollo, right? They bought out his Nigerian you know what? heritage. Let me just say this. Only Roman and Apollo got the AK the 8K yeah. camera treatment. Only two. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. And they deserve it because they have that, they're having a general yep. stance like that. You know, they're the leaders of what's exactly. going on. You know, like Apollo had it had his man that looked like an admiral, uh, commander. A, 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 a general, I mean a <laughs> commander, yeah. Under Apollo taking orders out of nowhere, attacking Big E. Like, come on, that's dope. That's that's what you need, and that's what Cesaro could do. Also, he could be, but in his own person, he's he's a a Swiss. Like how he calls himself a Swiss cyborg. He's a freaking. He's a Swiss <laughs> cyborg that knows six different languages. Just like what he came in with, and he's ridiculously strong. So he's bro. he's on, like, um, he's James Bond. If James Bond was a fucking, uh, oh man, what are those big robots from X Men? Yeah, he's uh, a Sentinel. he's a James Bond Sentinel. That's what he is. <laughs> Yo, for real, bro. For real. But uh. He's gonna yeah, show man. Hopefully, hopefully, man. you know, he gets the time, and you know, and Vince sees that he could, like how he always says, grab that brass ring. But uh, you made you you brought up you brought up something great from night two, which was uh the the Nigerian drum match between Apollo Cruz and Biggie. I feel that this match ended quickly, I, and I notice a lot of their matches do end quickly, but this match started like very quick with. Right, right out, out the, the gate, gate, they got they got right the, the, the kendo gate. sticks and they went at it on each other. And I was like, yo, when I seen that, yeah, I, I thought to myself, I even I texted in the chat. I was like, yo, this is going to be brutal. And it was exactly that, bro. Mm -hmm. The Uranagi that uh yes, it was that uh Big E hit on on Apollo on the stairs on the outside, nuts sick, 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 sick. sick. uh the I think Apollo hit Biggie with uh, a suplex on the apron, like on the edge of the apron. I, these guys on the edge of the apron, yeah, man. Like they put their body. These guys it, are bro. going through it. And honestly, right out the gate, they went yep. for the sticks. Like 
Come on, bro. And they were showing no signs of selling, no weakness on the first. And it was like, ah, okay, okay. You got like, ah, you're feeling it. You're feeling it. You can't lie to me. <laughs> oh, it was a brutal match. And like what the legend JR would say, it's, it, it was, was a slobber knocker. It was a slobber knocker. It was a slobber but, uh, knocker. Yo, man. And if you think about it, like, yo, WrestleMania was very melanin this year. Mm, WrestleMania yes, was. was very melanin. It was, it was a beautiful, was beautiful thing man. to see. I mean, you know, like I said, Apollo and Big E got some time. Apollo came out that as Intercontinental Champion with a new character yep. in his side. I love the fact that they didn't even, they didn't even like acknowledge who he is. Like, you know, they were like, they didn't want to say his his name from before. They didn't want to say, oh, that's Dava Kato. Acknowledged him like he was nah, just yeah, like some just new nigga that just came out of nowhere. It's kind of like when fucking, when fucking Papa Shango turned into Kama, the fighting machine. Yeah. <laughs> and then Kama was the godfather. Like, oh, I don't know who he is. <laughs> hey. We all take our routes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was crazy. Like, I've never seen this guy before. I don't know where he came from. Yeah, who is he? <laughs> Look at this. Oh, what? Hold on, that Nigerian guard, the elite guard? That's what he is? Oh, my God. His name is Aziz, by the way. <laughs> Yo, it, it's funny because I'm watching... <laughs> I'm watching Apollo, right? I'm, I'm trying to get up to date, and I didn't realize Apollo had had an accent. I'm like, it seems a little forced, but I don't think it's, it's a fake accent. I was like... And my girl's like, that's not a fake accent. That's legit. Most likely the accent he speaks with his family, but he's being put out there like Vince probably heard him with yeah. speaking to his mom's real quick on the phone, and he was like, "Yo, you could do something with that <laughs> I, right there, like that. We could let's build on that." Vince is like, "Fuck, come over here, talk come to on, me." Let's... And he's like, "Yeah." Anyways, he's like, "Okay." He's like, yeah, "Okay, exactly. Vince, anyway. no, no, talk to me like you were talking to your mother." <laughs> For real, like honestly, bro, honestly, and if you know something bit, and I, I hope really it works out too, for Apollo because I he, really do. He's he's needed something to work on and they can't build on his smile nah, forever. That's it. So, the cocky Apollo smile right now is what's it. On Apollo's charming smile. Like, no, I'm like that on, cocky bro. smile he does now. Exactly. He's like, don't exactly. you know who I am? Yeah. Oh, I am. Yeah. <laughs> I am. Hello. I am from Nigeria. I'm like, oh, okay. I like this. I'm like, all right. But not Yo, for nothing for real, though. Man, not like... for nothing. With all the rumors of Moose being a free agent right now and knowing how close, like, these guys are best friends type shit, him and Apollo. I was like, damn, this would have been a dope time to have Moose come in instead of Mr. Aziz over there. But, I mean, I don't know if Apollo could have, no. I, I don't mean, I don't know if Moose could have done the, the accent, but I just feel like to bring in another big player and then put them together, I thought that would have been so crazy, man. I think if you have Moose, like let they could still introduce Moose in the bit in the mix. Apollo he could be the enforcer to lead Moose into exactly, bro, exactly. Like, and it it, it would just work. It would just work. I didn't even think of of Moose. I forgot he was a free yeah. agent, bro. Like if he and I I keep seeing Twitter was like, oh, I was hoping for Moose to pop up. Yeah, on WrestleMania. I'm like, nah, it's too. They don't have nothing to work on yet. I think if if they're to build up 
for this guy that's running with Apollo right now because they have, they're leaving no, the his, nameless. His name is Aziz. I know they have they. His, his, I think it's Commander right, so, Aziz. Uh, <laughs> boom, Commander Aziz. Yo, let them build off of him, and then you could work in moves you, next. You have him come in. You call him like, fucking Mombasa or some shit. Yeah, some like some, shit, some heavy, some, some heavy like enforcer fucking... name. And then you know, facts, bro. Put <laughs> you know, imagine having Ricochet with them, but Ricochet comes around and he dresses as Kato. <laughs> Damn! How the mighty Ricochet has fallen. Dressing Yo, up as he, Kato, he, he could do the Bruce Lee shit. That's what I'm Good. saying. He could Good. be that 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 quick strike right there. It's like fucking Mega Man and fucking uh, Marvel versus Capcom and shit. I think Ricochet will work better with her business. Bro. In the new, in the new takeover, where yeah, Cedric. I mean, in, in, in the new, I guess like the new reform hurt business, but I don't know if that's gonna happen. I don't know what they're gonna do with Ricochet, man. Uh, it's it's just Gosh, been bro. very, was... very, very weird. I mean, I I know right. he's not the best promo wise. I know he is not. Like, if yeah. you think about it, like, Ricochet is beyond amazing in the ring. And there's certain ways you could go around yes. everything else about him. Yes. But I feel like he has to at least be a little engaging. You know, I, I'm like I said, yeah. I'm not no, taking right. anything right. away from this talent. He's fucking remarkable in the ring. The way he sells moves, the way he does everything else, fucking phenomenal. He's just missing something, man. Bro. You know what's funny? You... Yo, you're hitting it on the nail. He's got no charisma. Like, and if he does, he's not channeling it right. Because he could speak cocky shit, but it doesn't seem like he's confident with it. Like, it feels like it's a soft-spoken person trying to have, like, an ego. And it's like, yo, bro, it don't seem like you got a big enough ego to talk about what you're talking about. But he shows out in the ring. So, yes, he does. It just seems like he doesn't have... Something in his chest. He gotta speak with his chest. <laughs> He's gotta take like a shot of honey or something before he comes out. Like fuck it, speak with your chest, boy. Like, Yo, word, <laughs> man. Something because they 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 got they got uh, too much man. talent there, man. Too much. But uh, I mean night two as well. I mean not there wasn't that much shit from night two to be honest. Uh, I'll say this. I'm saying night one yeah, was night pretty one was dope. Quiet. Like night one, we had bad bunny. Oh, like, before we. Very, very, Bad Bunny is still talking to town. I totally right now. forgot. I can't believe I forgot about Bad Bunny. I, you know, people are missing him on Raw this week. But, yo, dude, for real. he showed everybody what he's been doing for the past three months. You know, there was, there was, um, not rumors, but reports saying that he had moved to uh, Orlando for a couple of months to train. Like he was going. Uh, Randy Orton actually gave him props and was like, yo, you know, all, all all respect and props to Bad Bunny because when he came in here, he came in here and busted his ass training. He's like, I seen him training. I helped him in some in some instances while he was training. And he took everything serious yeah. because he wanted to look and feel like a wrestler for that moment. I mean, we already knew he was going to come in some elaborate fucking entrance because it's Bad Bunny at the end of the day. You know, bro, he was dressed in such a very subtle way. He was dressed looking like he was ready for a fight, but his entrance yep. was dope. Yo, every his, 
his energy was dope, bro. He came in there with confidence, like, yo, I'm not here to bullshit. I'm not here. I'm here fulfilling the dream that I've had yes. since a child. And, and I and I want everybody to see that I can out. do this shit. Nigga did a Canadian destroyer. Yep. Everybody a yo. bunny destroyer, bro. A bunny <laughs> Wait, destroyer. They you know named what's crazy? it. They named it right you after know what's it was crazy done. is that they, you know, the community, the wrestling community, they they were like, all right, that, that yes. move is being very overused. Like we're done with it. You know what I'm saying? He comes out and does it, and everybody's like, oh. But it's because of who's doing it. This is not your average wrestler doing a move that people have broken necks on. Yo, bro, he showed he could do yep. a hurricanrana, a tornado. And DDT. a fly hurricanrana, too. He was out there and with his hands open and shit. <laughs> for real. On some shit. On some, like, <laughs> what was that movie with Will Ferrell and uh, Napoleon Dynamite? Will Ferrell and Napoleon? They were. Yeah, they were uh, they were ice, oh, uh, ice oh, blades skate, of glory, uh, blades yes, of glory. Yes. It was like that. It was kind of like that moment. Yes, that's exactly it was what so it was. Dope. Yes, <laughs> yes, I forgot about that shit. He was just out there, like. <laughs> yeah, I think it was that dangerous, yeah. the killer move, the one that chopped people's heads off. Don't wanna <laughs> like, close my eyes. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, but they showed out, man. Like he. He trusted them. He looked like he trusted them, and they trusted him. And it looked like it was they yeah. all bonded. It, it, it was, it was dope. dope. Hey, yo, that shout out to dope. Miz and I'm fucking sure. Morrison, bro. Because he, yeah, yo, bro, they, facts, bro. you know, they help. Still yes, bringing the comedy. Made, and they made Bad Bunny look great. You know what I'm saying? They made oh, Bad yeah, Bunny bro. look great. So that was that was something that was very very cool to fucking see. Um, <laughs> they got the number one hit on iTunes and every all the plat, uh, streaming platform. Where's that boom boom oh, bam? Some shit like hey, that. Hey hey ho ho or I, I don't know. I I hey. could I can't bro. That fucking <laughs> that fucking yeah, entrance yeah. was fucking horrible with a whole bunch of bunnies and shit like that. I could not. I was like no <laughs> man. I was like come on, this gotta go. I can't do this right now. This gotta go. This gotta go. Yeah, yeah that very was bad. bad. That was bad. But the match. Made up for it, man. Definitely it did. In surprising Definitely fashion. Definitely did, man. Shout out to everybody in that fashion. match. And you know what was very, yo, uh, just before we chir- we come off of this match, pause. But the fact that they gave Bad Bunny that much time yo. in the ring, he was there yo, for seventy five percent of the match. Bro. bro, I was telling I was telling my girl, I'm like, yo, look at his face. He's so committed. He is understanding how to sell yep. just by the face. Everything's just in pain. No, He's like, no. oh, oh, yo, son, all of it. I'm like, look at that, look at that. That's that was me in junior high school <laughs> when me and my friends would fight, and I just get a chair up in my head. I'm like, oh, <laughs> yeah, he did, he did, bro. He registered everything, you know, and he he took his punishment too, like a champ, man. You know, yeah, yo, he's got a Hall of Fame. Oh yeah, in the hell yeah. It. Oh yeah, whenever, whenever they can, whenever they can. Yo, ASAP. Oh man, shout out to him, man. Um, one thing from night from night two. This is I'm talking about the beginning of night two. It it began with Fiend versus Orton. Now, I love the whole entrance from the Fiend. Yes, Yes, but I just want to. I I gotta give at least props to where I see fit. 
which is the the entrance of the fiend. Came out, came out like yes. a jack in the box and shit. Thought that shit was dope. Came into the ring. You know, R.I.P. Brody Lee. Yeah. Gave gave the you know gave the shout out to Brody with the yeah yeah yeah. Match starts. Match is okay. And then. Like you said, the debacle it just went into shit, bro. And it was it was very excuse me, excuse me. very confusing to the point where it's like, where where are you gonna go with the fiend now? Like you basically killed the fiend. You killed it. Like something that was so fucking ill and could have been just as an attraction was killed. The story, everything about it, I felt like was killed. I feel that Bray Wyatt started to lose control of the character. Because in the beginning, when Bray Wyatt supposedly had full, full run with the character, 100% into whatever is happening with the character, it was great to see. From the ring to the promos to him finally coming out as the Fiend. Everything was amazing to see. He loses to fucking Goldberg. And to me, that was just like the trickle-down point. Of course, of course, there is no superstar, no character that should be built how they used to build Andre the Giant back in the day. He was undefeated for like 10 or 15 years or some stupid shit like that. Of course, you can't do that nowadays. Yes, sir. And, you know, point, point... you could yeah, still point exactly. Point to it, an example for it, The Undertaker. The Undertaker was unstoppable for about a year or so. Then he loses to Hulk Hogan yeah. and all that other shit. And then he gets, you know, he catches little L's here and there. But the character was still strong. I feel that after he yep. lost to Goldberg, that was such a down point for that character because he didn't lose to. Uh, a mainstay on the roster. He lost to somebody who's never really there. So you have somebody that won the title from this person, but never shows up to a to a SmackDown or a Raw, never defending it on a SmackDown or Raw, or just being there and beating some ass or whatever to make it look legit. Yeah, you know. Nah, Honestly, I feel like I feel like personally, this is my opinion. But for the Fiend, where it fell apart for me was when he started facing Seth Rollins right after he's recently yeah. debuted and started like harassing people and already started getting wins. He started going after Seth Rollins for the title. You know, I felt like that was too mm-hmm. sudden. I was like, he's just got too hot. Let him keep burning. Don't burn him out yeah. already. Because he already has Seth Rollins yep. beat him. You know, now you could now you could tell he's beatable. So I'm just like, you can't do that. You gotta let let him take over spots. Let him take over Kane's spot before Kane retired and became a Hall of Famer. You know, let let these things build. They could do what they did with Andre the Giant, like, they, but not that dominant. They That's have what so I'm much, saying. Not that dominant. You know what I'm saying? But, but yeah. But the but the thing is that you could make it feel like it's dominant. You know, you could, like I always said about Braun Strowman, he was best when he was less on TV. Okay, you feel me? When he was there to destroy shit, it was dope. The Fiend was dope because you was able to get Bray in the playhouse and the Fiend pop up once in a while. So it was like always that feeling like, oh, shit. It's like a dread. 
and the way they were doing it, bro, we were watching the fiend pop up in the middle of yeah. commercials, like the face or things were upside down, or like just the little little you know, glitches and camera shit. Glitches, yeah, it was just it just felt dope. It felt dominant. Like, whoa, what's popping off? Like, is it my <laughs> service? Is it them? Like, what was that face? What's going on? Like, that was. It was dope, man, because it wasn't a lot, but it was like it caught your attention, and that's what they—that's what they missed out with the fiend. Once he was beaten, they, everybody lost their—he lost everybody's attention, and then he lost to Goldberg. You know, I felt like he could have built such a bigger status as the fiend before he got the title, and then lost to Goldberg. Yeah. You know, that could have been built a year after, two years after. Okay. But it's what uh, it is, you know. I, I, I feel like on the fact that Bray Wyatt had control, they didn't want him to have that type of control over him. Like, he was able to take yeah. over everything, you know. Like, Vince didn't see the vision in the world. Yeah, I, maybe so. And then... They, like, they have such a roster that they could have just used even jabronis that they got there. Like, fucking the green guys that they get from... Uh, yeah. Other promotions to show off to get decimated by the fiend. Like he pops up and has the guy disappear. The ref don't even know what to do. <laughs> How do you call that match? Both opponents disappeared. Uh, let's go I to mean, commercial break. And he's coming Boom. off a strong, <laughs> like shit. Like, he's coming off a strong WrestleMania the year before with a match with John Cena. I mean, of course, it was you know man, it was man. a it was a cinematic match, but the, the way it was shot. The ideas, the yeah, ideas man, being brought into that match, it was just like, yo, now I felt like, Freddy yes, Cooper, and I like, felt like now he's back. And then they just tore it all down again. And I'm just like, I. And bro, what they, what they were doing with him and Alexa was bringing him back again. When Randy Orton burned him, I was like, they're going to bring him back. And they brought him back looking like Freddy Krueger. Yeah, and then he more. loses. Like, how do you lose now? And then he loses like this. No fucking exactly. sense. And then when I read that Vince and Bruce, and then this is the shit that's killing me. Ever since Bruce Pritchard has come back to WWE, there's been just a lot of like wonky shit that I just mm -hmm. don't understand. You know, and I mean, I and it's like I can't really assassinate his character because he's been a part of pro wrestling for. No, you're not assassinating nobody. Uh, you know, just, longer than we've been alive. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, it's yeah. like, yo, I, I feel like he's not growing with the times. Like, he's just still trying to implement all the old school shit. And I feel like that's where Pat Patterson was so fucking great. It's like, yes, he'll implement some of the old school shit, but he'll twist it to a point where the younger, so, the younger generation would understand what they needed to do capitalize off the shit and the shit was beautiful to see bro and and that's the thing like if that was the case i like it, i could see that because honestly things don't yeah. change yeah things get updated but the storylines don't change i spoke to you on the chat about this i'm like i feel like a lot of the, a lot of their stories are all the same script and they're like you do what you do you know and it, you know We'll see how you, how it all works out, and it's like, bro, what we seen from the Attitude Era, the the, the Monday yeah. Night Wars, 
uh, when ACW popped up, they all had the same, like, they all had the same script, but they moved up with the times from the previous. They, they knew how to make the guys be the badass faces and all that shit. Right now, it's just like they're too reliant on what's being given to them on the script instead of being like, yo, you know, let's improvise on what, some of this. Let's see how we could make this new, you know, but it's still yeah. old. You still got that, oh, shit. I, I see what they did here. I've seen it before, but this is pretty dope take, you know, like type of scenario. We don't get that. We're not getting that, you know, and it, we missed out on, like I said, we missed out on on Bray Wyatt and The Fiend. He could have been on the new Undertaker yeah, spot man. right now. I mean, a, a match with The Undertaker could have helped too, but we didn't get that either, so. I, I, wasn't even, I wasn't even hoping for anything like that. I'm just saying, if you're trying to keep that dark magic alive, why do this to one of the best characters that I got made? You know, listen, who knows? Keep having none of us are gonna really know. We, yeah. All we're gonna do is get mad, speculate, yeah. and talk shit. <laughs> you know, <laughs> that's, that's all true. it's gonna that's be. True. That's true. But um, night two closed out. That was a nah, weird very weird open. Very that was weird. A weird open. But night two closed out with a crazy triple threat match that involved Roman Reigns, Edge, and Daniel Bryan. Now, I had Daniel Bryan winning this match because I felt like there was a story to be told there. Uh, of course, there was a story with Edge, but I just don't see Edge holding a title within this run. Uh, he's been very, I mean, he's no. been very uh, visible throughout the whole thing. Always on SmackDown, getting physical on SmackDown, even had matches on Raw, mm -hmm. which I like. So he's not, you know, your average part-timer. Like, he's there. You know what I'm saying? He's there. He's, he's putting, putting in the work. work. But, yeah. yo, Roman is the top dog, man. There's no denying it right now. The performance that he put with two surefire Hall of Famers. Yes. And the way it just oh. ended, he just stacked them up and <laughs> pinned them together. Like corpses, <laughs> bro. Like corpses. Like, exactly, like corpses. <laughs> and this is another thing why the fans are missing. We needed to know if Roman was actually liked or hate. We know now more than yeah. ever that the WWE universe hates this motherfucker, which just means yeah. that he is doing an absolute phenomenal job as a fucking heel. Because all of us know a yes, true he heel is supposed to get booed and supposed to be hated. And this motherfucker is yep. hated. He's getting so much heat and he's. Giving it right Giving back it right to the back. audience. I'm loving everything he says. I'm loving everything he does, bro. That type of finish, that type of fucking win where he was like, I'm not just pinning this one. No, I'm getting both of y'all. And then <laughs> like, he just, yo, do it. And he, just what he said after that, he was like, acknowledge me. Like, yep. damn. <laughs> I was like, son. Like, you got... Like you, like you got, like you put on the shirt, bro. Like storyline, T guy. He got the golden glove. He's like the Thanos right now. He, he destroy, destroy anybody right anything now. in front of him. That. Just acknowledge him. Acknowledge nope. him as your tribal nope. chief, Roman Reigns. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, hard hitting match. We've seen some crazy spears in that yes. match. Crazy uh, concertos. Concertos came back. Crazy. Bro. Um. 
I, I another visual that was that was fucking crazy was Edge and Daniel Bryan both having them in a cross face. Oh, oh my god, that, that visual was, was nuts. Roman Reigns just held it there, and I'm like, yo, they're they're gonna rip his arms off. That's it. Roman Reigns is gonna yep. be fucking disabled after this match. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I I thought they dislocated yeah. his shoulder at one point. Like that's how intense it was. Like, oh come on, man. Like this dude looks like he's more in pain. Like he's like, I right, I'm just gonna go limp and see what happens. Like, for me. <laughs> uh, so what happens for me? I mean, I think Edge and Daniel Bryan could go into a segment of their own. And maybe do, uh, you know, I, I would love to see this happen. I haven't seen it happen since Sheamus and Cesaro did their seven match thing. I mean, this is something to keep the eyes on SmackDown. Let them do a tournament style thing just between them. Best of seven. Every match Best is of different. seven. They could do something like that. Every match is different to see who is the best wrestler. Yes. Yes. You know, I, that's what I think should come out uh, from this match because Edge could still be mad that Daniel Bryan inserted his way there because as we've seen at one point in the match, Edge had it won. Hit hit Roman with the spear, was about to get the three count. Daniel Bryan pulls out the ref. This was the, this was the, um, the move, uh, the, the last move segment of, of the match. He pulls out the ref. And it just went from there. Everything just trickled down throughout that whole thing. But, uh, you know, he could use that to his advantage within, you know, the promos and stuff like that. And it just been a really fucking good promo as of late. And Daniel Bryan could just, you know, tell him, like, yo, listen, just like me, you weren't good enough that day. We both weren't. But I know I can beat you. And I could just start it off right there. You know, I know I'm better than you, though. (laughs) That's true. But, That's true. And they'll have a one-up, and then they're like, oh, how about you? Let's have a submissions match. Uh-uh. Let's have a cage match. Let's and have they can end it with match. an I quit match. Mm-hmm. That's mm-hmm. it. Or even, or even they could do an Iron, Iron Man match. match. Iron Man match. Mm-hmm. 60 minutes. How else would you open edge? up? Not even. Not even. Half, half an hour. Of Daniel Bryan, and I, I'll go. I'll, I'll go like sixty, because yo, Edge, Edge's first intense, dude, bro. Edge's Hell first yeah. match back last year for WrestleMania was like forty-six minutes with Orton. Bro, you could give the crowd sixty minutes on the SmackDown. Yep. Between Daniel or Bryan let that and Edge, acc- nah, you gotta let happy. that culminate at an event, bro. Got to, oh, of, course, got of course, of course. But yo, even if you was to Put it on the SmackDown, like what? Why not? Why not? Well, I again, no. I'll be like, you know what? We're gonna have this, and this is not even the end of their series. Like, what? Let's, let's do it. This is only, this is only <laughs> match three. What else? <laughs> yeah, for real, on some shit like that, bro. On some oh, shit like man. that. Uh, let's see what happens. I mean, there's a lot to go. As uh, I said earlier, uh, it's looking like it's gonna be Roman and Cesaro for now. So I guess we'll see what happens in the next couple of weeks. But um, something that we were just talking about, especially with the Fiend character and, you know, people not giving enough enough room to develop their characters and stuff like that, or maybe they're just not charismatic or good enough, as we were saying with 
uh, with Ricochet on the Broken Skull session uh, yeah. with Steve Austin. He had Chris Jericho, and this was something that I know everybody was willing to watch because Chris Jericho being one of the top stars in AEW is on WWE programming for the first time in about three years. So, yeah, my former favorite yeah, yeah. wrestler slash still, I don't, know, I don't know if you still want to consider him. No, I don't know about that, bro. Like, I think I, I think Asuka is yes, more of yes, an national He definitely is. Than and, is. you know, I got, I got a bone yeah. to pick with Austin. He didn't ask him the most important question. You know, mm-hmm. where was he January 6th? Mm-hmm. I w- where, where was he? Where was he? And where was his where, wife? Where were you guys? Where were where you was guys? His wife? <laughs> January. Are you sure he wasn't with what that crowd? What part of DC were you in? That right. <laughs> Fuck it. Don't even ask him about. Don't. Hey, what about January 6th? No. What part of DC were you staying at? Yeah. Which hotel did you Straight decide to, it. to stay on? Straight Trump? to it. But um, uh, Jericho says something about Vince that's very telling. He was like, Vince, Vince will always say, I just booked the shit. You got to make it work. And, you know, mm-hmm. and it and it kind of, it kind of like, you know, had me like, you know, think. I, I paused for a bit, you know, took a, took a step back to think about that one quote because he was giving Vince props around this time. And, you know, calling Vince a genius because of the shit he comes up with. So my thing is this, is this, is this like a telling statement of the talent now versus the talent from before? Or is that, you know, us fans, you know, do we hurt our expectations of everything going on because we we always want more? I honestly, to me, I honestly feel like as a fan, like we're always, as a as a community wrestling community in general we're always going to expect more and still get disappointed we could get what we want and still get disappointed we're going to always disappoint ourselves so no matter what but the business is going to evolve i feel like honestly what that interview showed me it was like chris jericho knew the business when he got to meet yeah. vince and he knew what he wanted he knew his directional plan and like he knew how to fill in what Vince was talking about. Vince, like how Chris Jericho said, Vince had the big picture. You just have to fill in yeah. the spots. You feel me? You just have to fill it in. He can't give you everything. It's impossible because you're the he's one that's on TV. Exactly. Exactly. So he's going to lead you somewhere, but you just got to, you just got to do the right thing. You know, you got, you, you got to yeah. give it your all. You can't just depend on him. And we've seen it, how Chris Jericho managed to be himself time after time. You feel me? And that could happen for other wrestlers. We've seen it with Bray. He managed to reinvent himself time after time. Seth Rollins, even Roman Reigns. Like, yo, that Vince McMahon, is he is a genius, bro. Like, there's nothing wrong with what they're doing. As honestly, the fans are going to just expect a lot and we they're not going to be able to set up satisfy our craving you know we just got to respect their work we got to respect everything they do that's it that's how i feel about it bro you know like i feel that there are some talent that are not even given the chance 
And, you know, for example, you know, one that got his release a couple of weeks ago. We're going to talk about the ones that were released, but we're going to talk about this one talent that actually got his release a couple of weeks ago, which was Andrade. Andrade, I feel, you know, Mm, he said that, you know, that Vince and, and Triple H, they didn't even know he was ready to go. They didn't even know he wasn't injured anymore. So there's some some there's definitely a disconnect between talent and the people who are the movers there. The people who who set the yeah, rules, yeah. who do everything and have the last word, have the final word. And I feel that that part of the relationship needs work and needs fixing because that's something that uh Jericho talked about too when they did the festival of friendship. They wanted to like change the whole segment because they said that the segment was too comical. You know, he didn't he didn't want to say who it was during the podcast, but as I read in certain um in certain blogs and, and you know certain websites, they said that he had said on a different podcast that it was Triple H that, that wanted to change it. And mind you, that mm-hmm. shit was probably one of the best shits on Raw that year. And yep. it's like, okay, yep. and then he they, they did that because Vince wasn't around. So my thing is, like, when Vince yep. is not around, there's people there who are in charge and they're doing their job probably a little too much and not leaving what's there, like leaving what, what's supposed to happen. And then it's like, all right, Vince, do you know you have this guy Ricochet there? Yo, Vince, do you know you have Andrade here? Yo, Vince, do you know you have Aleister Black? I mean, Aleister Black just popped up out of nowhere with a new promo on his on his Instagram page, yep. so it's looking like he's coming back. But then it's like you're thinking, like, yo, Vince, you know that Samoa Joe's not injured anymore. He's only on commentary. Samoa Joe gets fucking thrown, thrown in the release section. That one hurt. That, that one hurt crazy. because crazy. I'm a huge Samoa Joe fan, and I was just waiting for him to come back and go what he even said would be his last run because he knows that he ain't got too much time. I think Samojo is about 42, 43 years old. He's, he wants to call it quits soon. So, yeah. my thing was I wanted to see him go on one last crazy run, a title run, and then, you know, do what most of these guys do on the way out, bring the new guys up. You know what I'm saying? And I feel that WWE, even though with his injuries, he had a lot of injuries and he was out a lot of the times when he was on the main roster. That those times that he was there, they definitely missed it. They definitely missed the boat with him. They missed it, man. You know what I'm saying? Honestly, I thought thought the next person that he might have, uh, that Roman might have a, you know, confrontation with and new program with would be Samoa Joe. That would have been awesome. Like, honestly, like, yeah, even if it be a short-term, you know, program, him having Cesaro was even dope, but I was disappointed knowing that it was some old yeah. out of there, you know. What do you feel? How do you feel about that, though, man? Like, that question that you asked me, like, do you think the See, audience expect too much and just disappoint themselves, or do you think it's just like, you know? I, I do think, I do think at times, it's yeah, I do time. think at times that us as the audience, we expect something, and it's like when we think it's going to go down that way, or we want this person to get get a chance, and we don't see that shit, we are so disconnected after a while, and don't see the good in the product. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll be the first one to say, yo, yeah. bro, it's fucking trash almost every Monday. SmackDown is pretty good. SmackDown is watchable. Been like that lately, SmackDown yes. is watchable on Friday. You know what I'm saying? NXT, beautiful show. AEW, it's pretty good. AEW's getting better as they go along. Yep. And it's like, sometimes it's not enough. And it's like, it, it, I don't think it'll ever be enough because when we wanted Seth Rollins, when people were cheering for Seth Rollins, when Seth Rollins was going through those gauntlet matches and, and making a name for himself again, I as soon as he won the title, nobody wanted anything to do with him anymore. And it's always like that. Bro, remember when he was double champ? That was the dopest. Oh, oh my God. With J&J security? Fucking amazing run. Amazing that, run. How, how, how key? Hell of how a run. Key, bro. That was like... And it's just like, I feel that the reason why the fans are so disengaged at times is when we get those part-time workers coming back. And we're like, all right, you know what? This mm-hmm. motherfucker ain't even there like that. But yet... Knowing that he ain't going to be there like that, you're still not trying to bring up these other motherfuckers. And then when you are trying to bring these up, these guys up, you bring them up so these motherfuckers shut them down. So it's like, how 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 does it work? Fans getting this. How does it exactly. make sense? Make and it, it doesn't. To be, I, I, I'm sorry, it doesn't. it doesn't. Yes. Are there times where WWE hits it out the park? Hell yeah. When WWE's on point, they more than hit it out of the park. They're fucking, it, it's fucking amazing. And they, you can see that with most of their pay-per-views from 2020. Most of their pay-per-views from 2020 were fucking amazing. Every time WrestleMania, almost every time, out of 37 WrestleManias, it's like at least 30 of them were fucking fire. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And there's been WrestleManias that don't have great builds. And then we come out of that shit like, oh my God, bro, like that shit was fucking amazing that shit was good you know what i'm saying so are the fans this one are the fans yeah daniel bryan exactly like i felt like it was like something's missing but when it popped off but you already knew in the back of your mind you already knew (laughs) these three are gonna be in the ring together they're gonna put on some fire shit for us to see you know what i'm saying so it's just it, it it's just all in the moment man i mean samoa joe gonna let go Billy K, Peyton Royce, the Iconics, the Iconics. The you know how Iconics, I knew the Iconics bro. were good? You got to be joking <laughs> me. You got to be joking you know me, how I, You know how I knew Jesus. the Iconics were good? That, that wifey was like, can you please turn off the fucking television when these ladies come on? I cannot stand that bitch's voice. They're so fucking streaky. <laughs> I'm like, yep, yep, they're doing their job. They're doing their job. I was like, that's their job. You're they're supposed to job. hate them. <laughs> Yo, bro, I told you on the chat, bro, like the release that we, the bodies that we saw getting released out of the yeah. WWE uh, umbrella, you know, Bo Dallas, yeah. Billy Kay, uh, Samoa Joe. Like, I was like, Kalisto, like these are people that they could have done Definitely. something with while they could have had Rey Mysterio, Bray Wyatt, uh, 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 uh. Billy Kay was the R2 for the females, the yes, yes, division. that's exactly what she was, bro. How do you not? That's use exactly that? what she was. Like, that's she is gold. Like, the resume gimmick was awesome. Everybody was using her meme as yo. Oh, I think we know her where her resume was immaculate <laughs> at <laughs> like, AEW impact. Even some people put uh, uh stardom, 
I was like, yo, I, I don't know. <laughs> I was, I'd rather see her at AEW. Yeah. Like, I'd rather see them do the iconic thing in AEW or even Impact. I think they work in Impact. But the fact that they let her go, they had an R-Truth for the females. and They, they let it go. And that go, you know, like, it's kind and it's of crazy, weird, bro. And oh, I'm like, sorry, bro, but it, it's just crazy to me how, like, the people that we just named, even Mickey James, you know what I'm saying, being let go. And you still got this known racist-ass motherfucker that's with uh, Elias right now. Yeah, not yet, man. I don't even want to say his name. Velveteen Dream still. See what? Fucking... See the thing with Velveteen though is like they did, What's they did name? a, a minor. That he he, I think he had a conversation in DMs with the minor, and he said, "Let me see your progress," because he was he was working out. So I guess he wanted to see if he was getting bulky or whatever the fuck. And it went somewhere else. And it's funny because like that's what the that's what the person showed. And and then they did an investigation, nothing happened. Right? But he hasn't been on TV. I think he's injured. But you know, you have this racist ass motherfucker on TV on prime television too. The nigga was a part of WrestleMania. You know what I'm saying? Where was he in yeah, yeah. <laughs> Where I bet you he was, was he? right there. I bet you he saw the. I bet you he saw sure. homegirl get shot too. Right, right next to the caveman and shit. Fucking. Exactly. He's the one that painted him. his face for him that day. And elk, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just it's. I got out there an elk, thinking yeah. that was cute. Like, fucking what idiot, dummies, bro. What dummies, dummies, bro. Dummy yeah, shit, but bro. it's you know and. Yo, dude, that shit is <laughs> mind-boggling about all of this right now, dude. That's what's fucking mind-boggling. Key brains and shit. For real. Ah. Well, man. But, yo, honestly, that, the people that we saw get released, it's a good thing, though, because they'll get to go somewhere else and make more money. That's I the mean, thing, too. I mean, that, a lot of people, I mean, like, attack WWE when they, when they, uh, release people like oh i can't believe you did this now this person doesn't have a job my man this person was there for a couple of years making six figures they're perfectly fine they're perfectly fine bro they're good having a 90 day vacation you know what it is to get released and then still paid for 90 days after that exactly don't have to work. Yo, Samoa Joe, Samoa Joe, fucking um, there was like this uh exchange back and forth with him and CM Punk. CM Punk added Samoa Joe with uh the Rick James, fuck your couch, nigga. And then and then yeah. fucking Samoa Joe, his reply was the worst thing they did was give me all this money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yo, dude, these these fucking people are gonna be perfectly fine, bro. You was there for a couple of years making yeah. six figures, man. Some of them probably some of them, some of them got a couple of mil in the bank, B, if they did it right. Yo, Paps Blue Ribbon posted that they signed some over Joe and he was like, yo, chill. Let me ride out with this 90 days first, real quick. They're already getting come on, man. We're and then yo, all I want to see though, I want to see some over Joe give us some dream matches though. I want to see Samoa Joe versus the Samoan Werewolf be Jacob Fatu. 
I want to see him versus Chris Jericho. Dude, I want to see if we can get a see him versus Kenny. Yes, him versus Kenny. Um, dude, if Moose if Moose stays with Impact, him versus Moose, let him go to let him go back to Impact for a little while, for a couple of weeks, and do a couple of matches over there. You know, I would like to see him do what Cody did. You know, I know this is a pandemic era, and it's harder to do what Cody did, going down through the Indies and all that shit. But I feel that he can go through the main shows that we have now in the U.S. and really do good business, man. And I can't wait to see what happens with Samoa Joe going forward, or any of these guys. Nah, yeah, you right. Especially Kalisto. Word up. Love to see what happens with Kalisto. Especially Kalisto. He could have replaced Rey Mysterio Definitely. in the heartbeat whenever they Definitely. needed a break, bro. He could have had he could have had a sick fight with uh, Dominic on some stupid shit. Like, come on, could have helped out with the growth. Because Dominic's doing yeah, his thing. he is, he is. But you know, I think that ship has kind of sailed. Like you know, like the the luster is is not there anymore with Dominic. I don't know. I, I just feel like. It's really not nothing there with that whole Dominic Rey Mysterio thing. I feel like they gotta they gotta turn him already, um, turn on his daddy and give his daddy a Huracarana or some shit. I think the thing is that they're not giving him enough singles. Yeah, but he, like, I don't think know, he's just, ready. He I really don't think he's ready, bro. When you're in that ring, you're ready. You gotta be ready. You're you're on he's on SmackDown. You're ready, bro. Come on. He could have had he could have had some bullshit ass fucking matches with each member of the Lucha House Party, you know, and he could have pulled out something brand new. And it could have been some light work that we see all the time. But for somebody his height, come on, bro. Or even change up his style. I feel like what they're doing is having him ride his dad's style too. Like he doesn't Yeah, have to I think so too, but like I said, man, I don't know. For me, it's not hitting, bro. Like, it was nice to see it in the beginning because you wanted to see what the kid had. But I feel like he needs some more He needs some more work, man. He needs some more work to do. Definitely. You know what I I'm saying? You. I hear you. But uh, I think that's all we got for the people today. You know, we ran down WrestleMania. Um, night one, nine, two. But we see what's going to happen with Edge and Daniel Bryan, hopefully. And... Whatever happens with Cesaro and Roman Reigns, the significance of Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks main eventing night one. Yo, listen, man. Wrestling is wrestling, and we're all here for it, baby. We're all here for it. You know what I'm saying? It's always historic, bro. Yes, very, very, very. And I'm going to play something (laughs) from the new Conway. I might play uh, to that. What's that called? Uh, till six thirty. Oh, yeah, I heard about it. I think I, I might. I think I, I might play it. that. Oh, I just no, have no. to be very, very. Uh, I think kind of like you know low key with what I play here because I just I just got a email from Anchor talking about yo we got hit up by Universal Music Group and they like the fact that you was using their shit. I'm like, come Ooh. on, my nigga, for promotional use only, nigga. Fuck is wrong with you? Oh, for real. Like, we ain't even, like, landing right out like that. Like, let us just shit, Fuck. bro. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck them. Fuck them. Fuck them all. But, yo, bro, yeah, for real. <laughs> but, yo, LP, man, thank you for riding the wave. Thank you for coming on the show. Yo, Hopefully, we'll see you again uh, next thank week. Thank you for having me again. 
Definitely. Awesome. Definitely. Know what I mean? Awesome. That's what I'm talking about. But you already know, know. this Thank is you, the 20 by 20 podcast. And we are your hosts, Nathan McFly yes, with LP Dangerously. I hope you have a good night, brother. I hope everybody is safe out there. It's been great. Thing ain't crazy. Right. You know what I mean, I'm looking out for everybody. That's why I'm calling. <laughs> and if y'all me. motherfuckers haven't got on Dogecoin, I don't know what the fuck you're waiting for. <laughs> Yo. I was just watching the stack up. I'm just watching the stack it. up right now. That's, That's it. it. I'm trying not to well, get too excited because you're not gonna know, get you know. excited. I'm waiting for like year four in order to take something out. Yeah, oh, we all want, want to get past the dollar. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, eh, I'm out. <laughs> and I'm gone. <laughs> yo, facts, bro. Facts. But yo, man, thank you once again. Thank you, everybody. And yeah, we out of here, baby. Thank you again. Word. Shout out to everybody. Shice, Bing, yes. Woodrow, yes. Shout yes. Out yes. yes. Bro. Yeah. Shout out to the nation of domination, baby. <laughs> Counted up a million cash, nigga. Pardon me. All 20 feet. Machine, nigga. <laughs> El Padrino. That's for the plug, though. Spooky season has returned, nigga. <laughs> yeah. Look. I'm just a product of the struggle, but now they realize my vision was symbolic to my hustle. Another 550,000 topping off my duffel, getting too heavy to lift, shit I can probably pull a muscle, wait. My mentality is fuck you, like I was Willie Russell, Westbrook, they thought I was sitting back while them niggas was getting fat, but this what I was really up to, about to get another ring like when LeBron went to the bubble, wait. It's like the jealousy is never ending. Know some niggas that pocket watch and count the bread I'm spending. People act like I don't got overhead expenses. I'm grinding like my work is never finished. I'll never give in, boy. I'm jumping over all of my obstacles, even with a tall propeller tendon. My niggas jump out, dumping drapers and flooding benzes. Conway machine back with the flow that's unprecedented. Yeah. I bulletproof the money green coloring it. The bag like I'm James Harden. Money keep triple doubling. Wait, these niggas get to talking crazy, then we slugging them. They say the flow getting too crazy, it's hard to keep up with them. Nigga, I can't waste an hour with my 24. My mentality is more Kobe than Keith Sutherland. My little brother keep his pole on him, man. He up in it. Bank statements like my school grades, I just see plusing it. Saying Calamari diet, my profit rising, I'm monetizing off the shit I was prophesizing. They think it's sweet so they get shot for trying. Steve Francis dunk contest, Lil Rock is flying. <laughs> By the end of the year, don't you be surprised. When I take over the game and you can see it's mine. I knew my moment was coming, I just needed time. I hope you can read between the lines. I went from king, now they consider me a god. We not equivalent at all. I'm not from this earth, I'm visiting from Mars. They say Wes is the brains behind it and Benny is the star. Well, let's not act like machine ain't the silliest with the bars. Stop playing with me. Machine, bitch.